Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Episode number 240. It's your boy, Celeb, back again with my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, dude? How you doing? What's up, bro? Bro, bro, bro. We got a good show, show, show. Um, So, real quick, let's go ahead and get down into what you've been drinking and what have you been gaming. Bolts, what have you been drinking? What have you been gaming? Bro, what did I not drink last <laughs> night, sir? It was crazy. Um, I, we had a um, we had a buffet of of alcohol beverages last night. Um, I believe I believe almost pretty much everybody put partakes in something last night. Yeah, I agree. Um, I had a little a little coconut rum, a little vodka. Um, I had a shot or two of a uh, a fireball. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't partake in is the beer because the beer is the gross. <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually, when I like it, when I drink, I like my shit to taste good. So, um, oh my god, bro, it's the truth, bro. Um, uh, whatever I've been gaming, um, I'm up to 127 hours in Assassin's Creed. Um, I have finally opened up my entire map. I have explored and dominated every piece of that land. Now I'm running through my story. Jesus Christ, bro. That's it, well, man. And I haven't even started on the DLC, which I won't do you until... Start, have you finished the story? No, dude. <laughs> Not even close. So you're maybe like, what, 10 hours in? Into the story? I'd, I'd say 8 to 10, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm obviously like still catching up on you, but... Um, I'm right in the same boat with Bolts. We had a smorgasbord of all things alcoholic over here the other night. Um, and... Shout out to my boy TJ as well. He didn't get a chance to jump on the podcast with us, um, but he will be back uh, this coming up week, and he's going to give his opinions as well of some of the games and the people that were uh, the the games that won game awards. So I'm 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 stoked about this episode. But oh yeah, real quick, uh, gaming wise, I've been playing everything. Um, I do plan on getting my Just Cause Four uh, review up. ASAP shoutouts to Square Enix and uh, <laughs> and Avalanche Studios uh, for providing us the review code. Um, it's a pretty crazy game. I actually think it's better than what Just Cause Three was. I think they did a lot better on the technical aspect of the game. Um, it still has the repetitive style of gameplay, but the overall scale of the game is just beautiful. You saw me playing it the other day, Bolts. Oh, mean, yeah. No, it looked really it's good. It's gorgeous, dude. Um, and it's so crazy some of the stuff you can do in that game. So, um, But been playing that, playing Red Dead, playing Battlefield, playing Darksiders, playing Black Ops, playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I've been doing a lot of gaming recently. So, um, But with that being said... We've got a pretty special episode for you guys. We're going to be talking about the Game Awards, talking about the games that were announced and the games that won what awards. Um, excited is the best way that I can say uh, I am about this episode. I had posted something about community comments, but we're probably not going to read them this week. Um, I think we're just going to, because we had originally planned on recording this episode like right after the Game Awards, but damn, that show was long, bro. Forever. This show was so long. We were joking about the CBS Game Awards being like four hours, and this, I mean, damn, it was straight up, it was just a long-ass show, dude. So, um, we're we're not going to read the the community comments but this coming up week whenever we uh record the next episode we'll have some uh con- or we'll have some questions for you guys to answer but as i said coming up on this episode we're going to be talking about the games that were announced and the game awards that were given out at the game awards 2018 so stay tuned guys we'll be right back You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com.
All right, guys, we are back yet again for another episode of the podcast. As I said, we're here to talk about all things gaming. So the Game Awards just happened recently. And first up, we're going to talk about the awards that were given out to what games. So um, I would have to say, well, let me say it like this. I, I won't say that I was surprised by some of the stuff, but I just kind of expected to go, just a little bit different, but um, I guess we could start. We're not going to read all of them. We're mainly going to just read like the the awards that are given out uh, to certain titles. I don't want to do like the you know esports player and all that other stuff. No, no, we don't need to do that shit. Um, so because we all know it's Pyt Ninja, where the fuck it is. Yeah, I think Ninja won something. I can't remember. <laughs> so, um, all right, so. Best multiplayer game. Uh, there was Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Destiny for Se- uh, Destiny 2, Fortnite, Monster Hunter, and Fortnite 1 Best Multiplayer Title. Do you agree with that one? Do you think it's... It was- I mean, yeah. I, I, I necessarily... It's Fortnite. I think it's one of the worst things ever invented. Um, but, with that being said, it has accumulated one of the largest fan bases in one of the shortest periods of time. Um, it is doing a marvelous job. Um, no qualms about about going about its business way. So it's yeah. it's it's it, it deserved it absolutely. Yeah. Um, next up, best sports slash racing game: uh, FIFA 19, Forza Horizon 4, Mario Tennis Aces, NBA 2K19, Pro Evolution Soccer 2019, Forza Horizon 4. Won that with Playground Games, Turn 10 Studios, and Microsoft Studios. Totally 100% agree with that. Forza Horizon 4 is by far, and I will say it as a PlayStation fan, by far the best visual experience on a racing game that you can get year to date. And I would almost put it as one of the best visual experience games, period. Yeah, it's it's pretty damn beautiful. So, I, And I know they're just there. Oh, well, they're just making land so the cars can drive on. I yeah, absolutely understand still, that, but yeah. still, exactly. Yeah, it's a damn good-looking game, and I will admit it. Uh, best strategy game. There was Battletech, Frostpunk, Into the Breach, Banner Saga 3, Valkyrian Chronicles 4, Into the Breach 1, no uh, no hate toward subset games, but I still think Banner Saga 3 should have won that. I've got no qualms of, this, okay. of the best strategy game. You know, it's funny. These strategy games are far, far from what, 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 what I used to be. Yeah, you know. You're out there. You know, the 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 market was just run with RTSs left and right. Man. Yeah. And it's just it's, it's amazing what they've come to these days. I agree, man. Um, so next up, best family game. Now, this was a pretty big shock to me because I just kind of like randomly said something. They were like, that's what it was. Mario Tennis Aces, Nintendo Lab, um, Overcooked 2, Starlink's Battle for Atlas, Super Mario Party. So I was pretty sure it was going to be Super Mario Party, but Overcooked 2 won Best Family Game. Which we, we love Overcooked. I, I love Overcooked, but yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, your family's not going to be much of a family if they don't know how to work well together. I'm telling you, <laughs> there's a lot of cussing in you. Give me the damn plate. Wash the plates. You're on the wrong side. Caleb, get back over there and finish washing the plates. It's super crazy. But I was very excited to see that Overcooked won uh, an award. And uh, it was awesome. Uh, best fighting game. There was Blaze Blue, um, Dragon Ball Fighters, Soul Calibur 6, Street Fighter Five arcade edition, which sorry, love you, Capcom, but I don't think Street Fighter Five should even been in the category. Not even gonna lie, I don't care if it was a reiteration of a game; it was still a reiteration of a game that should have launched the way that that reiteration launched. Yep. So, um, the winner was Dragon Ball Fighters um, by Arc System War. I think they did an amazing job. Um, it was produced by Bandai Namco, so it was it was. It was so crazy. Okay, Bandai Namco produced Dragon Ball Fighters. Arc System Works made Dragon Ball Fighters, but Arc System Works also made Blaze Blue 
and Bandai Namco also made Soul Calibur 6. So it really didn't matter who won. They all win. They all win. They're all winners <laughs> in our so, book. I still think Soul Calibur 6, I think, I mean, look, I love Dragon Ball Fighters. I think it is a fantastic game. But Soul Calibur 6 is, is, is Soul Calibur, man. Sorry. It yeah, was, I think it, it was great, won. man. Yeah, it's a great game. Um, best role-playing game, Dragon Quest, Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni 2, Octopath Traveler, and Pillars of Eternity 2. Monster Hunter World won, but me and Bolts are in full agreement that Octopath Traveler should have won this one. That's what I thought should have won. Yeah, yeah. Mon- Monster Hunter, I know it, I know it's a role-playing game, but it's just, it was more of a, it, it was a uh, an open world you know, yeah, kind of, kind of like you know the uh, you know Origins and Odyssey and stuff like that. Yeah. That's kind of where I based that. Yeah, I agree. Octopath, you know, as generic as it was, it, it was it's really oh, it's so good. It was very good. Um, best action adventure game: Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Marvel Spider Man, Red Dead Redemption Two, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and the winner was God of War. Which I have no qualms about that. Okay. As far as action and adventure, action, God of War probably takes it over the top out of all of them. Yeah. Adventure, Assassin's I, Creed. I'd have to give it to my Assassin's Creed yeah. because it's just, it's a massive world. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, like I said, you know, the massive world that Assassin's Creed is, there's not, you get to points where there's just no, you know, you're going from point A to point B to point C to point D. There's just not that yeah. much action going on. Oh, bro. There was a lot of times already that I've been like going through Assassin's Creed Odyssey and just been like, not even doing anything on the story, just going around and like yeah. discovering new areas. That's it, dude. That's called adventure. Um, but I, you know, I agree with Bolts. I don't have a qualm about this. God of War was just a damn good game, man. That's what it was. Um, so best action title. Uh, it was Call of Duty Black Ops Four, Dead Cells, Destiny Two, Far Cry Five, and Mega Man Eleven. Dead Cells won this, done by Motion Twins. Dead Cells is a huge. Huge success this year. It is. Um, I have yet to play it, but all I've heard is how amazing this game is. So I'm definitely gonna have to check it out for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally. I'm skipping the a, a VR AR um, title. Um, <laughs> well, actually, we can talk about the VR AR. Best VR uh, augmented reality game. Um, there was Astrobot Rescue Mission, Beat Saber, Firewall Zero Hour, Moss, and Tetris Effects. And Astrobot Rescue Mission won. And a lot of gamers are really upset about this, thinking that Tetris Effects or Moss should have won this. Um, because Tetris Effects is a pretty fantastic game, and Moss is as well. Um, but Astrobots, you play like one of the 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 what is it one of the little robots from the playstation camera thing yeah i don't know man that that won the best vr game out of all these games that come out on vr (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what to really say about that so um best debut indie game uh there was donut country uh or donut county i'm sorry florence moss the messenger yoshi's island express or yoku's island express god cannot read for nothing the messenger one uh, that was done by sabotage studios um best independent game as a whole um celeste won that we're just going to keep moving on through a little bit game for impact celeste won that as well um best performance all right so um <laughs> uh brian deckert uh played connor in detroit become human christopher judge played kratos um i, I can't even read this right now the who was the person that played cassandra exactly that person right exactly <laughs> malithian mahat yes i uh, played cassandra in assassin's creed odyssey roger clark played arthur morgan your boy Arthur Morgan. Uh, and then Yuri Lolith uh, played Peter Parker in Marvel's Spider-Man. And I was totally had it in my mind. I'm like, Christopher Judge has it. got this in the bag. And Roger Clark won as Arthur Morgan. Now, mind you, I love Arthur Morgan. I love his character. I love his, his presentation. I love him at just all around. I mean, his he goes from comedic to very... 
the very scary guy right. within like two right. seconds. Um, I will say this though, um, Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Amazing. I think her her voice her voiceover is ten times what Alexius is. Well, the, the, I will say this: the one good thing is both of the voice actors are Greek, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no. 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 They're Greek. No. I'm no, not. I didn't know I'm, if it, like I was. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that the dude whoever did him. No, I know what you're saying. No, you don't. Yeah, you're saying in the aspect that, like, yes, both of them are Greek or whatever, but you just think that her performance overall was better it, than his performance. It, it, it co it, the her voice, uh -huh. her voiceover, yeah, co coexisting through the game itself, uh -huh. better flows than his ah, voice okay, does. I got you, I got you. But yes, she does an awesome job, and I chose Cassandra uh, to play as Cassandra's Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and she's just amazing. Love her as a character, but I really thought Christopher Judge was going to win this because I mean he did such a good job as Kratos, but Roger Clark won and he deserves it. Uh, best audio design: so Call of Duty Black Ops Four, Horizon or Forza Horizon Four, God of War, Marvel Spider Man, and Red Dead Redemption Two. Red Dead wins yet again. Red Dead, man, Red Dead was 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 was, was started off with the bang, bro. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, best art direction. Uh, there was uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption, and Return of Obra Din. I don't know. I've never heard of that before. I neither have I. Uh, so Return of Obra Din won. Best score slash music. Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Nino Cooney 2, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption. A lot of people, um, let's say, I say a lot of people, Twitter actually kind of thought that, first off, that Tetris uh, should have been nominated for that because supposedly the sound and music in this game is amazing. Um but there was also a lot of people that thought Octopath Traveler should have won. Yep. Um, but Red Dead Redemption 2 won yet again. Shout out to Woody Jackson. Best narrative. Detroit Become Human, God of War, Live is Strange 2, Marvel's Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption won yet again. <laughs> so it was going left and right. We kind of saw a pattern through the night. Uh, best game direction: A Way Out, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Marvel's vs. Uh, Marvel's Spider Man, Red Dead Redemption Two. God of War took this one. I, I, I thought Detroit Become Human would have gone that way, but I thought it would have been kind of a toss up between A Way Out and Detroit Become Human because yeah. I think A Way Out was a very different style of game. But whatever, we didn't get to be on the panel. Um, Best ongoing game. What is this? Oh, yeah. That's a really strange indie title. Yeah, a little black and white. Black and white. Return to Obra's Den. Yeah. Um, best ongoing game. Destiny 2, Fortnite, uh, No Man's Skies, Overwatch, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Now, ongoing game was basically a game that has been released for a bit and has continuous updates, DLCs, all that other stuff. Fortnite won this uh, as well. And now we're moving into Game of the Year. We had Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Marvel's <laughs> Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, Red Dead Redemption 2. So um, I feel that it should have been pretty much a toss-up between Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, and Red Dead Redemption. God of War won Game of the Year. What do you think about this, Bolt? Um, you, you know what I think. I I think that, that I I'm I and I absolutely understand that God of War is a is, is a great game, by all means. I, the entire series is nothing but phenomenal. You know, yeah. You can't go wrong. You never go wrong with the writers and the creative direction, the developers, the the voiceovers, the voice actors. Excuse me. Anybody who has any part in God of War <coughs> makes, that, makes that game great yeah. from, from hands down, from stack to bottom. Um. The only set, the only bad thing about it, only half of the people get to play it. So you, as and and I know the people who voted for these. I know they probably played. You know, have both have a PS4 and an Xbox. I absolutely understand that. Yeah. But out here in the real world, some people don't experience, can't experience, won't don't have the ability to experience God of War. You know, so they really don't know if it is, you know, game, you know, that type of game. You know what I'm saying? Um, exclusives, I think. I just I just don't like exclusives being game of the year. Yeah. 
because only a handful of people in the real world either experience it or they don't experience it. Yeah. You know, um, things like um, Red Dead Redemption, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, Monster Hunter, third party titles that are on all three, four, six, seven, how many, ever how many consoles we put them on. Um, I think they should stack up to the game of the year. Um, I chose Red Dead because I, I, you know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is, 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 is what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, but Red Dead Redemption is, is awesome. It just is. hands down. And yeah. people on, on Xbox and on PlayStation 4 got to experience it, you know? Yeah. So, um, so, but with that being said, we're going to move down into the announcements. So, there was a lot of stuff that happened in the Game Awards, and it was a really long show. Way longer than what me, Bolts, and TJ expected. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it was a long, long show. Um, but with that being said, we saw some pretty awesome stuff. Outside of announcements, there was one moment that really just really just hit the nail on the head for me of how I feel about the industry and how I would like to see the industry go. And that was when we saw the three men, the three faces of three big game companies. That was Sean Layden, Reggie, and Phil Spencer all come on stage at one time and basically basically come out together and say how they all want to move the industry forward. Um, a lot of gamers really didn't understand what this meant, but Bolts, I don't know if you agree with me. I think this really means that PlayStation has finally understood their fan base and realized this isn't going to hurt us financially. We need to start taking advantage of cross-platform play. And I will say this: only time will tell. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was a good picture of all three of them standing out there. We yeah. know what we know what Microsoft's about. We know what Nintendo's about. You know, the wild card will and always be Sony, you know? Yep, that's right. So we will only be able to sit here and see what the future holds for cross-platform. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have they have, they have have great games out there right now that they can be doing. Yep. Um, and they're not doing it right now. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of, it kind of goes back to if, if Sony was on board, then why aren't we doing it now? Yeah. You know? So, um, Sony, pull your head out of your ass. Um, if, if get it, it done, right? If that's the direction you're taking, um, stepping out there with those with all three of y'all out there on stage, um, and class cross platforming is the way you're going. Then it should already been done yesterday. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. So the first announcement up, pretty crazy. There was a good chunk of games announced. We're going to talk about it. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 Black Order is a Switch exclusive. Good job, Nintendo. This is the first uh, first game in the Marvel Alliance series in almost 10 years. And the developer of Team Ninja is making this a full exclusive on the Nintendo Switch. I'm sure there's some Marvel fans out there or some Ultimate Alliance fans who are like, what the fuck? Well, it's time for you to go buy a Switch, bro. That's it. This is how you sell consoles, people. I don't know if there's somebody listening that just doesn't understand how to sell consoles, but when you make a big title like this, exclusive on your console, it will sell your console. Anything else to add to that? No, that's it, bro. It's so true, bro. I mean, it's so freaking true. It's ridiculous. I mean, we have seen it countless times over and over and over again. These big ass exclusives come out and it'll just, I mean, I'm telling you, bro, constantly we see it to where people will go out and buy consoles just for said games. That happened with, uh, even though a lot of people, some people don't like it, like Bolts doesn't like it. Um, a, a, a lot of people are on the fence about it. Marvel Spider-Man, dude, it sold consoles because it is an exclusive to the system. And it is a great game. There's a lot of Marvel fans out there that are Spider-Man fans and so on and so forth. And uh, uh, a lot of gamers out there that are Spider-Man fans. And they're going out and buying these systems just for one game. So that's what I did with my Nintendo Switch. I wasn't buying it for Super Mario Odyssey or anything like that. I bought my Switch originally just to play Breath of the Wild. And I played it and I sold it. So I should have kept it because Super Smash. (laughs) 
Because I'm an idiot. Anyways, moving on to the next one. <clears throat> kind of, uh, I don't know, bro. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, it was leaked out before the show hit, but it has been officially announced that Far Cry New Dawn is coming February 15th. Yet another game set for February. February is probably going to be one of the most busiest released months in quite some time. Dude, quarter one, quarter one of next year is going to be insane. It's going to be in freaking insane. So... I'm going to be totally honest about this, and then I want to hear what Bolts has to say about it. I'm not feeling this, bro. I'm not feeling it. I like. I loved Far Cry 5. If you guys listened to the previous episodes, I was like all about Far Cry 5. I thought it was a great, great game. But this is a post-apocalyptic Far Cry. Now, it's pretty cool. The, protag- the protagonist, or uh, antagonist, I'm sorry, um, are two twin sisters. Um, and this is like full on post-apocalyptic, um, warfare and all this other stuff. And it's set in the same, like this, it's set like what? How many years later? Is it like five years later? It's, it's something like that. It's, it's a little further in the future. Um, there's been a good chunk of stuff that's happened. Um, and the, I guess the nuclear radiation or whatever has revitalized the earth and changed a lot of different things to it made it this crazy apocalyptic thing but at the same time i cannot cannot help but feel this is like oh man i don't want to say it in a bad way dude i I can't help but feel this is just a total ripoff of multiple multiple titles um i feel like they got like the basis of like far cry and merged it with, you know, like, Fallout, with, like, Rage. Like, I mean, even, bro, like, I know this is crazy. And they probably, obviously, I mean, with the with the development cycle, the way they do things, they've probably had this planned since Far Cry 4 came out, you know, or Primal or whatever. You know, they're like, oh, we'll do this one game, and then we'll branch from that, and it'll be like a post-apocalyptic game. Um, but I can't help but see the similarities that the polar similarities with it and Rage 2. Um, Rage 2 is this very vibrant, crazy... Very true, but if this game was already in development and you've seen Rage 2, if this game came out before Rage 2, you'd be saying the same thing about Rage 2. Yeah, but I'm saying in just the aspect, I'm not saying that they ripped off directly from Rage 2. Well, no, no. I'm saying it's just that coincidental thing Mm -hmm. that I'm already pumped for Rage 2, which is a post-apocalyptic game, that that it's it's ads were you know these bright pink yellow colors and it's all crazy and all right. this other stuff and then Far Cry New Dawn gets announced and it's bright pink all crazy kind of stuff and it's post apocalyptic I'm like why am I gonna play that if Rage Two comes out you know what I'm saying I mean and another thing too that kind of in my opinion hurts this game is the is the release window I mean. There are a lot of games releasing in 2019. You're right, you're, and you're absolutely right. But once again, we're going back to the fact of like they're like, okay, they're making Far Cry Five. Okay, they know they know how the game's going to end. So while they're making Far Cry Five, they're making Far Cry New Dawn. Now they don't know what's going on over here with the people making Rage Two. They have no idea. Yeah, you know that it's just like anything. They have a set date when they need to get stuff done. Uh-huh. They're going to release it a year after Far Cry Five, basically uh-huh. after the nuclear blast. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, Rage Two came out. They're not going to sit there and just scrap an entire title that they just worked on. <laughs> I'm not saying they're going to scrap it. I'm just saying in the aspect of. I mean, okay, like perfect for instance, bro. This is the games that are coming out right now in February two thousand nine. Just, just. Let but me, they don't know these games are coming the, out when they were making them. Yes, they do, bro. When they set a release date, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the the aspect, <laughs> the theme of the game. The company when they set these release dates before they made this announcement, weeks, months beforehand, they were saying, "When do you think this game will be done?" They set it down and say, okay, well, we think in February. I'm talking about the other games, not their games. I know that. But what I'm getting at is this is, I think these titles are going to hurt the sales of Far Cry New Dawn. You have Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. You have Overkill's The Walking Dead for PS4, Xbox One. You have God Eater 3. You have Monster, <laughs> Monster Energy. You have uh, Crackdown 3, Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Anthem, Metro Exodus, 
Um, you also have, there's some other games that aren't even listed on here. Um, there's a few other titles, but it, February is going to be a very busy month for gaming. So Far Cry, I mean, it has, Far Cry has its fan base already and the Far Cry fans will buy this game. But what is, what is so, what is special about Far Cry New Dawn? What makes it any different from previous for, 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 well what's it make it any different from rage 2 they're both post that's po- what i'm saying so, so why I mean, would i buy it why would you buy rage 2 because i've i've already invested my emotions into rage 2 the pump up for it so that's like i'm just saying but but if this is a continuation for far cry 5 uh-huh. and you've experienced far cry 5 wouldn't you why wouldn't you continue the story through new dawn because it's because it's a post-apocalyptic game and i feel it's gonna get and, and it follows the events directly after the Directly, I'm just Far- telling you how I feel. I bro. understand. That's what, I know, but that's what that's what I'm saying. You're yeah. saying you've invested your time in Rage Two, which you've only played a demo of. Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying I I've played Rage One. I've yeah, I've got excited. Listen, now it wasn't awful. It yes, was a it great was. listen. It was a great game. The worst thing about the game was the ending. Plain and simple. I've said it since day one. If the ending was not as bad and it was some big boss battle, it would have gone down as a great game. But the ending sucked. It was horrible. But what I'm getting at is <clears throat> I loved Far Cry 5, but the problem with it is something that uh, I've heard on multiple podcasts in a couple of weeks. It's a, it's almost like a fatigue. You know what I'm saying? I've been having that recently with some of these games. Like Just Cause, I'm playing Just Cause 4. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2. All these games at the same time. What's the similarity between all these games? the same stuff over and over no they're all open world they're all open world i can go and do what i want when i want where i want so that's the same thing with this aspect with far cry and rage 2 and whatever else if i get far cry how long did it take you me and tj all to beat far cry 5 couple months right Mm -hmm. so if i get far cry and i'm and i'm really getting into it i'm like man this is awesome and then rage 2 comes out all right I know for a fact I'm going to stop playing Far Cry and start playing Rage 2. So what I'm getting at is I hope in the next couple of months we see a little bit more stuff and kind of, I don't know. I I just want to see something new. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And one of these games that was announced is something... What's up? Go ahead. You're sitting here... Okay, look. Go ahead, bro. (laughs) No, you're good, though. No, it's fine. No, it's like it's like we're sitting here and we're, we want something new, but we're getting excited about all these remasters and remakes. Now, but it's not. Uh, hold, remakes, up, hold up, bro. hold up, hold up. But I mean, uh, for instance, Res- Resident Evil Two. Yeah, we've played this. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. Listen to me, bro. Listen, the story will not I, change. I'm going to agree with everybody at UPS that has been has been ha- like hampering you for weeks about this, bro. There is a complete difference. When it comes down to actual rebuild it or rebuild from the ground up remakes. So they're going to change of, the story? There are new things in the game. There are new things in the so, game. So Resident Evil 2 remake, remaster, built from the from the ground up is going to be different from the second one? There are going to be new Why things in the game. Why would you do that? No, listen. There, the story is going to be somewhat similar. But bro, when did Resident Evil 2 come out? Like 96? Okay. It's almost 20 years ago, bro. That's the so. So we go for the type of remakes. Resident Evil Seven back to Resident Evil Two. Why not just continue the whole boring storyline? What are you talking about, bro? Look, okay, we, they they, re- they released Resident Evil Seven. Uh-huh. Okay, so they're like, okay, well let's 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 backtrack, go back to Resident Evil Two, and remake that. No, they're remaking Resident Evil Two, but they still plan on making a game continuing from it, Resident Evil Seven, and that's fine. Continue on with the same old survival horror genre. Yeah, why is it, why why go back to something we've already done? <laughs> Because That's what it was I'm one saying. of the most popular games of all time, and people want it remade, remastered, and it also shows the developers are passionate enough to do something like this and rebuild yes, it with some of exactly. the best graphics we have ever seen in gaming. You're right. Passionately to go back and remake something we've already played. Yeah, but it's not about us. It's something that you said on a couple of episodes back, four or five episodes back. If some of these guys or some of these girls have never played these games, I want them to play the games in the new style of graphics. Look, rebuild those games. You know, I don't have to play it. But if they relaunch these games, relaunch them so they can exactly. Play them. And so and that's that is, this situation. That is all fine and dandy. But me, as someone who's already played it, I don't want them to focus their energy on some old shit that they've but already done. Going to exactly. I mean, they're, they're exactly. Going to... So we, they will continue to drown out the process. 
<laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> we just have to move on from this. <laughs> Anyways, look, my thing is this. I know Far Cry. No, Debbie, you said move <laughs> on, fucker. I think uh, Far Cry New Dawn will be a good game. But no yes, it's, co- it's coming out at the wrong time. Don't get shit twisted about it's that. It's a weird time to come out. And secondly, I will totally admit, bro. I will totally admit. It is very hard to enjoy Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, it's because you have to invest your time, lots of time into these games, man. These open world games, you have to. I'm going to tell you this. I'll <laughs> say something to you guys out there. There's a lot of That's people. That's why I buy one game at a time. <laughs> I am very blessed to do what I do. No fans or buts. There's sometimes it's hard to review an open world game because there is a difference between reviewing a title and really investing and playing a game, sitting down with it for seven, eight hours, nine hours at a time. My thing is this. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I work a 40 to 50 hour a week job and I also do video game journalism. So whenever it comes down to doing some of these games, um, some of the games, it's it's a little bit easier. You sit down and just get into it. Like Darksiders 3, it's not an open world game. You just I just got down into it, invested a little bit of time. I was able to move through the levels, um, not like quickly, but easily. Um, but then whenever you move into games like Red Dead Redemption 2 or Just Cause 4, um, they're very open world. <laughs> and... Uh, it's easy to get yourself lost into those games. You know what I'm saying? Of doing just like random shit and be like, oh, fuck, I need to, you know, focus on the story to let people know how I feel about it. So that's where I'm getting at with Far Cry. Um, I think Far Cry is going to be a great game, but one of my problems with Far Cry 5 is that it's not a bad problem. It's a good problem. I would find myself going around the world and doing the small stuff and doing all this other stuff before I would even get into the story. So I know that with Far Cry New Dawn, I'm going to end up doing that. And by the time I really start to get invested into the story, other games that I'm very interested in are going to come out and I'm going to be taken away from Far Cry New Dawn to play them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I absolutely understand. So just to let you know, Resident Evil 2 is going to be fucking amazing. So keep your mouth shut, Bolts. Okay. I know it was amazing. It was amazing <laughs> when we played bro. it the first time. Yeah, I know. And the graphics are going to be better than ever. Don't start with me. Don't even fucking look my way. What did I say on this? Hades. Uh, Super, <laughs> G- yes. Super Giant uh, has announced... Uh, the people that made Bastion have announced a new game uh, that is uh, now in early access. It's Hades. Um, and Bolts, I have to actually agree with Bolts on this. The art style of this game is um, very... I love it. Unique. I we love can it. say that. It, uh, it's kind of like an angled, top-down um, art kinda style. Like, kind of like your old-school Diablo. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. And um, it, it's a beautiful art style, uh, but I will say it's... I, I would... <sighs> I can't say that I would or wouldn't play it, but with all the other games that I'm playing, you know, in the next physical year, right. I think it would be something that I'll have to kind of, you know, maybe pick up and then just put on the shelves until I get a little bit of time. When, when um, you get tired of playing your open world games, you go to something high high octane. Exactly. And I can actually see this game coming to... Uh, now, it is, it's in early access on the Epic Game Store, but I could see this game coming to, like, mobile, tablet, or even, like, Switch. I could see that. Yeah. Um, so as I said, uh, I think it's a, it's going to be a good game, but, um, I think it has a very unique, um, player base. It has that dungeon crawl feel, um, that a lot of, uh, Diablo games and all this other stuff have, but anyways, uh, moving on from that, um, another game that was announced crash team racing coming out June 21st. Don't know. I don't think I'm going to pick this up. I still haven't even picked up Spyro. I think it's awesome that Spyro came out, but um, I was a really Let me big... tell you about Spyro. No, I'm just so playing, dog. <laughs> I was about to say, here we fucking go again. This is going to be like a two-hour-long <laughs> podcast, me and Bolt's arguing. Um, I think Crash Team Racing was a great game. Uh, it came out in 1999, and uh, it was very, very fun. 
I'm, I don't know. I may pick this up because it's it it. The good thing about this is that it looks like a four player you know party game that right. I could see us playing at like gamer get-togethers. Uh, but I can't say that I'm extremely excited about it. So. Um, I mean, for all that, I would just go play Nickelodeon kart racing or something like that. So, um, but we're going to save one of these for the end because we got a lot to talk about with that one. But, uh, <laughs> hello games has hello. announced, hello games. <laughs> hello games has announced a new title called the last campfire. Uh, the studio that kind of released no man's skies. <laughs> <laughs> they took the time with it and now it turned it into a good game. But they're making a new game called um, The Last Campfire. It's got a very unique art style. And to be honest with you, I ain't going to lie. I'm going to sound like I did just a couple minutes ago. This shit looks a lot like Journey. I mean, a lot like Journey. It yeah. does have some unique like styles or whatever, but like the characters in there look like Journey. The There's some stuff that like pop up on the wall. and all this, I don't know. There's similarities, but it still looks like a beautiful game, and it will probably be something that me and Dara play. It's like, like something Dara would play the shit out of, bro. Yeah, she probably will. If she can um, get her hands off her freaking cell phone. Dude. <laughs> it drives me crazy, bro. She's such a fucking mobile gamer now. It's nuts. <clears throat> All right, so Ark, um, the the game Ark, their developer uh, studio wildcard, uh, is making an MMO survival game with pirates, dragons, and with a map 12,000 times the size of a ARC server. Um, this game is called Atlas, and it is uh, coming out on Xbox next year. It will probably be pretty successful for about six months, and then we'll slowly but surely not hear about it again. Just being honest. <laughs> I know. Dude, dude, I it's hate... It's going to be big on Twitch. Dude, 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 I hate MMO. You know that, so I don't... I, yeah. I hope it fails. Um, Ashen, a game that we actually first heard of in, I think, 2013 or 2014 or something, um, is finally out and available for the Xbox. It's got a pretty unique, crazy style, um, and uh, I have to say I'm a little jealous that it's only on Xbox. Um I love these just kind of like out of nowhere indie style games. Um, and it has a really, really, really unique, beautiful visual style. So um, I don't think I'd buy an Xbox for it, but <laughs> you no, never know. You're going to save that for Fable 4. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so it has been officially announced uh, that BioWare is coming out with Dragon Age 4. So, Dragon Age 4, so crazy. Uh, it is nuts that uh, Dragon Age is being brought back out. And I'm going to tell you right now, people on social media lost their shit, man. So, at the, you are feeble-minded people. <laughs> at the end, I'm just so surprised, like, uh, Bioware making this title. Uh, You're not a Dragon fan at all. I am not. Dragon fan, Dragon Age fan. <laughs> I, 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 from the why? Day, I just I don't like. I just never have liked it from the first one to the second one. Like the, whenever you first picked up the first one, were you like, hell yeah? I'm a look, 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 bro. I was like Mass Effect Medieval times bitches with some dragons. Oh, yeah. No, that's not what I got out of that. I just I hated the, I hated the controls. I hated the gameplay. I hated the the story. I didn't get into. Yeah, it was just it was just it was bad. I hated it. <laughs> Bolt was like, I really disliked it. Um, so but I compared it to Mass Effect, so yeah, that's probably what you. Did. And sorry yeah. about your luck. I I will compare you to Mass Effect at all times, and if because you can't you're come, made by Bioware, if you're not if you're not even remotely on the level of Mass Effect, then you don't need to be made ever. Oh my so, God. Continue on. Anyways, so at the end of it, it said hashtag the Dread Wolf rises. So we don't know if Dragon Age Four will be named Dragon Age Four: The Dread Wolf or what, but. Everyone is very excited. I would probably guess, if I can take uh, a prediction right now, I would probably say we're not going to see this game until 2020. No, it'll, I, I, I can almost put some money on it. That'll be released on the next console. Yeah, I believe, uh, I believe that. Dude. Sir, yes, sir. I don't see it popping out and being like, hey, it's coming out next year. I'm like, nah, nah, just wait. Just wait, bro. 
Stranger Things is coming out with a 16-bit game. All right, let's move on to the next thing real quick. Sounds good to me. Jeez. Um, now, there's a lot of people excited about this. Uh, they moved from like an 8-bit style to a 16-bit style. So uh, it's a co-op um, Stranger Things title. Can't say that I'm just like super excited about it. Because <laughs> you're it. not. Um, I kind of, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of lost interest in uh, Stranger Things season two. Um, did you like it? Nope. Uh, I was not the biggest fan of it. Sir, no, sir. It was, uh, it was very different from the first season, and I think they could have done better. <laughs> I know that's so bad. I'll, everybody loved Stranger Things season two, but I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, okay, so huge, huge news right here for anybody that is a Smash fan boy. Um, so Super Smash Brothers will be officially getting Joker from Persona 5. Also comes with music and new stages. So this is super crazy. Um, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, dude, I have never seen such a crazy, crazy, crazy just total flip out on social media. Um, I guess just because everybody is just everybody is huge Persona fans. Oh, dude. I'm not a Persona. Oh fan. yeah, I I understand what everyone's reaction about yeah. this is. It's awesome. Yeah, it was a total freak out when he flipped the letter around and it showed the Smash uh, logo on there, dude. Oh my gosh, I was like, oh cool, like, okay, hey, Jake's coming. Um, You're so, so stupid. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, awesome. But I'm, I'm excited for fans. Let's say that. So, all right, next up, oh, such big news. All right, so during the presentation of the sports um, whatever award, uh, Ed Boone came out on stage and was like, all right, I'm here to announce best sports or, you know, racing game. And then the screen went out behind him and was like, <laughs> and cut out and freaking Mortal Kombat 11 got announced baby oh my god we all knew it was gonna happen the craziest thing about it I mean literally one of the craziest things about this announcement is that it's fucking coming out April 23rd of next year Bolts don't hey you better be excited to get your ass whooped in this game <laughs> it looks great dude I mean it, I know it's a cinematic trailer but it looks so, so good. So I don't know. I'm guessing that this is going to be a continuation from obviously from Mortal Kombat 10 or X. Um, I want. I I just want to know what kind of special characters you're going to throw in this year. Oh, boy. that's all I care about. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Mortal Kombat is Gerald like Rivia. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Ezio. <laughs> no, um, like, what are they doing? <laughs> no, um, Mortal Kombat, of course, is 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 the is the major arc of yeah. all fighting games, hands down. Boom, bang, bang, dude. Yeah. So, um, I'm super excited. The trailer that they showed, the cinematic trailer they showed, is awesome it's beautiful so bro. awesome um you know you know you're gonna have your, your you're gonna have your characters they yeah. better load that shit up i'm talking whatever character they could think of needs to be in this hoe yeah. and then they need to have like 16 patches of downloadable characters yeah. I'm not even playing there's so much goodness that they can put into this yeah and i hope they don't fail at see it. you know what aggravated me though um my boy i gotta give big shout outs to uh sebastian and all these friends of mine but like all these like list, quote unquote lists of characters in the game have been leaked out, and they're like, oh, you know my, you know he uh, Sebastian actually posted on Facebook. He's like, my dude Jax isn't in there. I'm like, where did you see this? He said, I saw it off of a leaked list from the game. I'm like, until we get full on a hundred percent official confirmation, I ain't gonna believe shit that I see online. Uh, especially whenever it comes out of Mortal Kombat. Now this is a crazy thing: is that in the trailer we see Raiden. Um, and this is like Dark Raiden. This is the one that, that was at the end of Mortal Kombat X when he looked at Liu Kang and, um, and Melina um, and told both of them, you know, basically telling them to stay where they're at, rule where they're at, because, you know, I, I don't want to ruin the story for anybody that hasn't played it, but, you know, if you don't want to hear it, turn it off right now. Liu Kang is basically uh, the leader of the underworld yep and 
Uh, he's evil because he's pissed off that Raiden accidentally killed him. And Raiden was like, ah, this is my new persona now. I'm ruthless and I'll fucking kill whoever goes to attack Earthrealm. Uh, stay the fuck out of my way. <laughs> and he just turned around <laughs> and walked off. Um, but so this starts off and you see Raiden. I mean, he's just straight up like getting it. And fucking Sub-Zero looks un- uh, Sub-Zero. Scorpion. Fucking Scorpion looks unbelievable, dude. He looks so sick. There's all these like crazy ass moves and blood going here, left and right, blah, 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 blah. Raiden comes up and smashes Scorpion's head into a, a brick then blows his head off of his body by shocking his head to the extent to where it just blows up. Well, then you hear somebody walking behind him. He turns around, and what the fuck is that? It's another scorpion. So tell me what the fuck is going on, Bolts. Like, okay, look the um at the end of at the end of the trailer, you Takeda. know, huh? Is it Takeda? What, what I don't know. What the Anyways, fuck. go ahead. Anyways, at the end of, at the end of this little cinematic trailer, yeah. you saw that one character. Uh-huh. Okay, she was she had her hand on an hourglass, yeah. so she could probably control space time continuum. So as they're fighting, you know, you know, old school Scorpion coming back from the back in the day, yeah. enter, enters the fight. You know, yeah. so we're there's going to be some some type of see like, right there. Yeah, yeah she, she, the, the 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 sands of time. Yeah. You know, in the the old school phrase, the sands of time, bro. We figured, dude. This trailer just revealed who's going to be a an additional character. Prince, the Prince of, of fucking Persia, Persia right? <laughs> so, um, that would actually be cool. That shit. would be so awesome, bro. <laughs> Let's not get shit twisted. Oh, um, but you know, as as far as that trailer goes, if she's able to, or whoever that, if that is even a she, yeah, it looks whoever like the fuck she, it is, right? If they're able to manipulate time. You know how many characters that we're going to interchange left and right? I got goosebumps right now. I'm not even kidding. Because at first I was like, you know, like the internet, of course, is the internet. And they're like, oh, my God, wait a second. Is that Takeda? Who Takeda, I, I may be wrong. I may be right. I don't know. Comment. Let me know. Uh, leave us a voicemail on on Anchor. You can actually set you up an account. Leave Send us a voicemail. Tell us what you think about the show or just give a comment on this. Uh, Takeda is basically Scorpion's son. So, uh, it's hard to, it's, it's, he's technically not Scorpion's son, but he gets trained by the same exact clan. So a lot of people were like, oh my God, you know, maybe that's Takeda. But then I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about it until Bolts just said this. He was like, wait a second. That bitch has got a fucking hourglass that has all this. It's basically, you know, the sands of fucking time moving. So she could like, hey, I'm going to bring this fucking person back from way the fuck back in the yep. day. Oh, my God, bro. You just opened my mind. Open your mind. Open your mind. Um. Also, also, j- just a little tidbit as far as Mortal Kombat. I was reading yeah. I reading something about it. Um, they are going to introduce a um, character creation. It's supposed to be. I'm down. It's bro. supposed to be one of the biggest and massive gear systems that they're supposed to use. I hope that's true. So that'll be that'll be really awesome because I, I love the the character creation down. on um, Soul Calibur Six. Yeah, me me rolling around some Argyle shorts and flip flops. That's not All right. So last announcement. Um, there was a couple other things announced that we didn't really talk about, but these Bethesda, are just like the biggest eat ones. eat your heart out, bro. Woo, bro. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, dude, I am sold on this game. I will buy this game. I will play this game day one. Hopefully I'll be able to review this game or something. But if not, I'm going to tell you right now, I will get a collector's edition or whatever. Obsidian has been purchased by Microsoft, but there are like three titles that yes. they're under contract yes. to release on PS4 or whatever. And to be honest with you, we don't really know what's going on right now with Microsoft in general. Um, because <laughs> they're, they're throwing them singles, bro. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, Microsoft is smart, bro. Microsoft is smart in the aspect that just because they own these studios does not mean that they will they will only release these titles just on their console. Uh, yes. Because you think about it. They're, they, they could totally do timed exclusive and say it's not going to come out till PlayStation until later. But we own these fucking studios. We're going to be making money off them anyways. And, so, and you know what would be really, really big? I, this is just me throwing this out there. Playground makes Fable 4 for both the Xbox and uh, the PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I saying, I, I, don't, I don't think it'll happen, but just imagine that. Yeah, anyways, continue yeah. on with what All we're right, talking about. All right, so uh, as you guys know, me and Bolts are, you know, Fallout fans, original Fallout fans. Oh, I love my original um, Fallout. So this is what's crazy. Uh, the... <laughs> Obsidian Entertainment 
as we said, was purchased by Microsoft and is coming out with a game called The Outer Worlds. Now, Outer Worlds, from what Obsidian said, is a beat their chest to Bethesda shout out basically well when you have the the developers of the original fallout the developers of fallout new vegas which a lot of people really enjoyed some did not yeah um but this is the original developers of the fallout you know and they're finally getting there i'm just coming together as one and making this game now the outer worlds um is a first person shooter rpg that looks like a fucking mixture of no Man's Skies, Fallout, and Destiny. And I'm going to tell you right now, dude, and it even has this weird type of like Bioshock feel to it. Yes, it does. I am, I don't even care what anybody says. I'm like, oh, this possibility may not be good. Whatever. This fucking trailer has completely sold me on this game. Mm-hmm. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Say what you will. Say what you want. Whatever. This is going to be... A full-on 100% Fallout contender. No ifs, ands, or buts. And I'll tell you right now, if you can go from planet to planet to different civilizations, oh, that will put it over the Bro, mark. you know how awesome that would be, dude? Oh, my God, man. It just looks, overall, it looks great. And I really hope it lives up to the hype it is already getting. This is the first trailer that was kind of already not really leaked, but it was like rumored that there was this was going to be some big-ass game that they're working on. But it's by the original creators of Fallout and the developers of Fallout, uh, Fallout New Vegas. So, I mean, I don't see how this game cannot succeed. And it's, you know being, and it's being produced by Obsidian, homie. Yeah. I'm just I'm just blown away, it's man. Exciting. I know, dude. It's I, I just think I, it's, it's going to be amazing. Yay. <laughs> I think it is going to be <laughs> utterly amazing. So, I don't know, dude. Overall, the Game Awards was a great show. <laughs> but I have to say, um, I have to say it was fucking long, dude. It was a long ass show. Fuck yeah, it was long, bro. Oh my God, dude. Me and Bolts, I remember he was like, "All right, so we got more coming up after this. We got a lot more coming up." And I was like, "Jeff, it's fucking ten o'clock, dude. Like, how much more do you have?" Um, but <laughs> oh. Jesus. So, anyways, okay, back to making Resident Evil Two. Right? Okay, yeah, that's right, <laughs> uh, fucker. All right, so this is pretty much episode two forty of the Second Opinion Podcast. Um, just talking about the Game Awards and the great games that are coming out. I'm so fucking excited about the Outer Worlds, dude. I'm so so excited about Mortal Kombat Eleven, uh, and I'm so excited about all the games that are coming out in the next, you know, physical year. I mean, it is going to be another great year in gaming in 2019, bro. There's so many fucking games. Dude, I'm, you know what? The first quarter is going to be so, so hopping that it's going to push you. I what I think that the, the gaming companies, developers, uh, you know, all of them are doing a great job at this point because quarter one, they're going to release everything. Yeah. It's going to get you through spring. Yep. Get you through summer. Yep. And then whenever September, August rolls around, they're going to hit you another uh, a quarter four. That's right. What's coming out again. You know what's even crazier than that, bro? All the fucking movies we have to go see next year. Think about all the movies that are coming out. Oh, I know, year, dude. I mean, back to back. We have Captain Marvel. Then we have Avengers Endgame. Then after that, we have Spider-Man Far From Home. Then we got Toy Story 4, which we are going to see. Uh, duh. Uh, and then we got, uh, what is it, Episode 9? Oh, or Star Wars? Yeah, yes. Star Wars Episode 9. Uh, there's more than that, too. There's a fucking shit ton of movies coming out next year, so... Anyways, guys, this is the Second Opinion Podcast, episode 240. Make sure to check us out at Second... Uh, almost did it. Make sure to check us out at Cinelinks.com. <laughs> you, when you say SecondOpinionPod.com for almost, what, eight years? Yeah, kind of hard like to not say it all the time, so... Make sure to check us out at CineLeaks.com for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Also, make sure to check us out on Twitter. Check us out at Second Opinion Pro. Check me out on Twitter at S0LEB. Bolts on Twitter at Lord Bolts. And TJ as well, T-Man underscore second. I can't remember exactly what it is, but shout-outs to TJ. Um, coming over to the party last night, we had so much fun, dude. It was Hell such yeah, a good party. Hell yeah, we had fun, dude. man. God, it was such a good party. We actually played Knowledge is Power. Which is That's a great a, game. Which you know, people can go fuck themselves is what they can go do. Why? 
Why? Because look. Why? Because you got you got fucked out of winning. Yeah, all three matches. I'm going into the pyramid on top of the pyramid. And guess what? And everybody just hammers me with their goop and their freezes and their bombs. Yeah. I can't do shit. Assholes. Hammers you with goop. All in my face. <clears throat> you have any shout outs? Shout outs. Yeah, to those people who listen. Love you. So much. Shout out to the people that made Knowledge is Power. It's a great game. I mean, it really is. It's really cool. Um, make sure to check it out. I think you should still be able to download exactly. it if you got PlayStation um, 4. Shout out to um, what's that guy's name I work with? Hey, JD. I know you're wanting him to come back to Mortal Kombat. It'd be really great if you did, just so I can ha- see you smile. Who? Barocha. Oh, my God. He loves him. He loves him. Baraka? What? You say Barocha? Bar- is it Baraka? You talking no. about the dude with the knives? No. Baracho. You talking about? Oh, you talking about old dude, belly dude? Yeah, the one that's drunk. It's like he he is, bro. He's on Mortal Kombat ten. I know he wants him on one Mortal Kombat eleven. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you right now, if they go in the route that you were saying earlier, I think it's gonna be unbelievable. They so. would have to, man. Are you kidding me? It doesn't this, make any sense. This is a chance. It's just like it's just like look look what the switch is doing. 70, what, five oh, fucking characters? By the way, what? fucking Mortal Kombat 11 is going to be on the Switch. Cross-platform, bitch. Bam! I'm just saying, if, if the Switch and their little cartridge can put 75 characters on there yeah. and then still pu- bust out DLCs, Mortal Kombat, you better nut up, bro. Nut up. Or I'm just up. saying. Yeah. Anyways, guys, love you very much. Shout-outs to my boy TJ. Shout-outs to Dara. Shout-outs to everybody. Everybody. Clap your hands. Yeah. Rock, Rock your body. body, yeah. Oh, all right, man. Peace back out. streets, back. Oh, no! <laughs>